Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season Three, Episode Three, presented by Primo X Hockey and part of the Five in a Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Cat Hunter, and as you can tell, we're 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 down a member. <laughs> yes, uh, Billy isn't joining us us tonight. Um, just scheduling conflicts, you know, just other stuff, you know, going on. Honestly, so. put a put a put a few. Prayers, good vibes, whatever you yeah. are accustomed to doing. Because our third member in the most hockey ways um, gave herself a concussion. By, <laughs> so by, we're by a car, yeah, by a car door. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully she's doing all right. You know, everything else. So yeah, know. hopefully everything is feeling good for her. And she she can the headaches, everything else, and she'll be good to go for next week. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, she didn't miss a whole bunch this week. Uh, yeah. This episode will be kind of chill because there's not a whole bunch to cover. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's gonna be chill, a little bit, you know, some stuff to cover, but not a whole lot. I mean, compared to last year, we had the prospect camp with a little bit more to talk about. Right now, you know, the development camp just ended this past week. Um, and it was at Visalign. So talk about a couple things from that. Uh, a couple contract signings we we get to talk about too a little bit. Some, you know, stat stuff. Which is always fun because we like stats. We like to talk about stats. It's it's always a good time. Um, and honestly, this one I'm a little bit excited for because you know it gives us different things to look forward to this season. Just not just because it's certain games, but it's um, theme nights. Theme nights finally got announced a lot sooner too. From I think from what Mike Foreman said, they they came out a lot sooner than they usually do. Usually we're going by like what maybe couple weeks before the season starts or even then so i mean we got so we got them pretty early and um i think some of them are gonna be a lot of fun honestly you know just because some good they one- did say they did say they know that nashville versus carolina would be a great time to do nascar but unfortunately it just didn't line up on the schedules but of course they'll try to do yeah. that next year if possible yeah which which would be a lot of fun i think that'd be a great little uh NASCAR Day series between Nashville and Carolina, but I mean, I mean, so we, we can just run through them real quick, talk about certain ones that I think we think would be really interesting. Of course, you know, everyone knows opening night presented by PNC Bank is on that Wednesday, October 11th. It is against the Ottawa Senators, so I mean, at least we know when opening night is. First game of the season again, um, right before their long road trip to California because of the uh, state fair. So I mean, just like this past season, you know, one game at home on the road for a good couple weeks, and then they come back. So, I mean, it'll be very interesting. Now, I would love to go to the game, but I'm leaving for vacation like that Saturday. So, <laughs> and plus, I also work that day too. So, I unfortunately won't make it to opening night, but at least I got to see it last year. So, that was fun. So, but my co-host oh, yeah, here, we're, we're gonna, my co-host yeah, we're with gonna no problems. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go crazy for opening night for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and then we got uh, Hockey Fights Cancer Night, which is always um, an emotional one, but always a good cause for as well. That's on Wednesday, November 15th against the Philadelphia Flyers. So I think that's, that, you know, it's always a good night, you know, just be able to, you know, donations and good causes and stuff like that, especially for Hockey um, Fights yeah. Cancer Nights. And I know a lot of people were looking forward to the jerseys on the ice and, you know, Player warning. As a, like yeah, that. as a reminder, there won't be any special 
jerseys mm -hmm. on the ice. They will have them and they'll have them for sale and different things, but they just can be worn by I, the players. I'm yeah, I'm curious to see if Mike and Dan and all of them are gonna be like maybe you know, instead of like being player worn, maybe we'll have more player signed jerseys. You know, to at least still make them, you know, I mean they're gonna be popular regardless, just because it's a it's a variety jersey. You're not gonna sell a lot of those. So I'm well, curious to see if they're gonna do like something where it's like here's some player signed ones to you know get some, you know, for you know I mean, donations and all that. So if it's really necessary for them to be like worn jerseys, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They could also what wear them in practice someday. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. If that's really that if that's really what's important to people that like the players actually wore them, then I mean that could be a way to do it. But I don't know. Uh, I think just having Mike, them. Hey, <laughs> here's an idea. <laughs> I think uh, just having them for yeah for sale, having more signed mm -hmm. ones, having them for sale. Of course, they can still auction them and all this different stuff. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's totally that's what I'm saying. If you get if you get some signed jerseys put up for auction, I mean, I think those are still go very popular as well because like who wouldn't yeah. want a signed, you know, hockey fights cancer jersey? So I mean. Possible options all going along the way outside of them wearing for warm ups. So I mean, it means the Hurricanes. They always have good ideas. You know, they're, they'll figure something out. Like very rarely that they miss on stuff like this. So yeah, they'll still, um, they'll still be a great night. Oh, 100 percent. Um, so we have another Hall of Fame game. Uh, this one is going to be on Friday night, December fifteenth, against the National Predators. Not NASCAR do night, have, but it's a Hall of do Fame. Do we have night. do we have speculations on who it's going to be for? Uh, I'm. I haven't heard anything yet. I'm. I was surprised there was see. even another Hall of Fame night. Like I was just surprised in general. Like we kind of knew about Ward, but I, like, and this is the twenty first fifth year. So like, mm, I was like, oh, of course, this all makes I, sense. But to have it yeah. again, I'm very curious. Yeah, because I think from when they had that first, when they had the banner drop at that game that all of us were at, I think is the fact that they had so much space underneath it. I think they're going to turn this into like a yearly mm -hmm. thing, like how you see some teams do it yearly or however that goes. I mean, because you got 25 years, there's a lot of guys you can, like, pick from. It could be four guys, three guys. I guess this just depends how they want to do it. I mean, uh, I'm trying because, I mean, they got, they got all the guys who are, re, you know, numbers are retired and they got Cam Ward. I mean, you can go a bunch of different ways. You can – Justin Williams would be a good option to have if you're talking about, you know. That'd probably, if, be, that'd probably be one of the first ones they do. That would be the first ones I would think. I mean – Possibly Archer's Urbe, another great one to pick from as well if you want to go kind of back then. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, it, it was a small time to meet Steve Chase on, give him some honor too, just because of the fact, I mean, he, he didn't play in Carolina very long, but I mean, he had a, still has a lasting impact. I mean, they got a reward after him within the team. So, I mean, there's a lot of options to go with. I, I, def, I definitely see Jay Willie being one of those guys. He gets picked, Archer's Urbe. I mean, like I said, there's so many, like Sammy Kappen in. There, there's names for days that you can possibly pick from that could get up there at some point. I think eventually we are going to see the Stahl brothers, Eric and Jordan, are going to make it on there at some point. Um, mm -hmm. It all just depends. So I'm curious, yeah. though, but I think I think that'll be a fun night regardless. It was fun last year when they did it for Cam. So, but yeah, I'm really curious to see. Uh, hopefully we can see like, maybe like a finalist list or semi-finalist list or, you know, Oh, curious to see what, what they're gonna do about that. Um this is an I I never I'm never able to make these nights. I would like to make one at some point because I'm a big nerd for this uh next one. Uh Star Wars night. Uh it's on Thursday, January eleventh against the Ducks. I love Star Wars, I'm a big Star Wars guy, so I think this would be a really fun one to go to. Unfortunately, you can never make it, but the wallpapers though that the Kane social media team makes 
are always top notch. So I think that's going to be a fun one because it's Star Wars. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I'll probably wear my Mandalorian helmet again for that one. Nice. There we go. I, I'm curious to see if anyone's going to show up in a Mandalorian like Kane's themed colored one. That would be very sick. Like with the logos and all that stuff. That I think yeah. that would be a very nice one. I'm, I'm hoping someone does that. <laughs> uh, talk, we know we talk about NASCAR Day. So it is back again um, by Advanced Auto Parts. Uh, this is Sunday, January 21st against the Minnesota Wild. I mean, it's been I, surprisingly, it's not the Sharks this time because they've done it the last two. <laughs> so, I get a little bit of a variety. It's not the same team again. So, but yeah, so you got Minnesota. Uh, hopefully, ne- Nashville next year. So, I guess we'll see. Interesting uh, for the next one who we're playing. Very, very interesting. Yep. So, presented by Alpaca, we got Whalers Night Saturday, February 10th against New Jersey Devils. That'll be. I think it'd be kind of a fun one because you're talking about another, you know, former North. Don't we normally Northern. don't we normally play the Bruins though every time we've done Whaler Night? Yes. Or usually least, have, most recently it's the Bruins. Yeah, it's been the Bruins, yeah. So I think it's I guess it's it's still dealing with like that northeast close proximity to the to that aspect, I guess. So I mean now if I were the devils, if I were the devils, I'd wear like their white uniforms with the green and red stripes. It's kind of because if the Kings are going to go back to the Whalers, the, the Devils have to go back to their Christmas Devil jerseys. Make it like a throwback night. I think that'd be kind of cool. I mean, mm-hmm. th- that's just me, but I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah, and that's actually going to be two days after. Oh, Kings, if we wear if we wear Whalers if we wear our Whalers jerseys, and if the Devils just stick with like their red jerseys, that's going to all that's all that's going to be brutal. Eh. Well, I guess it depends on. What, I guess depends on what way. I guess depend, if they're going with the greens again, yeah, I definitely see the uh, Devils going with their white jerseys. Um, oh. Some people are seeing navy blue. I wouldn't be upset with the navy blue. Gray I would love blue. the navy blue or gray. I would love either of those. I'm a little tired of the straight green, but yeah, a lot of people are seeing the whites, which I think would be kind of fun to bring the whites back too. But yeah, who really knows? But yeah, that game is actually a couple days after uh, all of us are going to be there for the uh, Avs Canes game that there's in it. That's going to be fun having, you know, mm-hmm. Bailey and JJ, all of them out there from Colorado coming over. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so by uh, UNC Health, uh, we got Pride Night on Thursday, February twenty second against the Florida Panthers. Uh, can, we, at- can we stop with the jokes about the Saul brothers? Like whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, every time it's something's mentioned about them, it's just like, dude, it's move on. Just move on and enjoy the night. Move on, enjoy whatever. It's there. It's whatever with them. All right. That's all I got to say. Surprisingly, it's, it's, surpri- we're yeah. beating a dead horse here. Surprisingly, that's not the only time the Panthers have a have a game with us for a theme night. Um, we'll get that in, here in a little bit. But yeah, I saw that. They're the only team that has a. Has two theme nights with us. Yeah, that's very surprising. Yeah, usually we don't really see that a whole lot. Um, but that one is actually going to be after the, this next one that we're going to talk about. It's uh, Kids Day presented by the Visalign on Saturday, March second, against the uh, Winnipeg Jets. I know, I know, Jules got a really sweet cockney Emmy jersey that was like I think had like all like the kids' designs on it. That one was really nice. Yeah, because her boss's kid designed one of the logos. Yeah, so and of, of course, it had, of course, it had me on KK, which is just mm-hmm. is yeah. just perfect. Mm-hmm. So I mean, 
I'm hope I'm thinking the Hurricanes are still like they're still gonna do like the, let the kids draw it and do all that stuff too. So I mean, they're still gonna be some. I love the I love well. the player pictures when they put them up on the. Oh, Jumbotron. they're so they're so great. <laughs> I love those because just some of the pictures are so. Because I think uh, Calvin DeHaan, his profile picture is still him drawn from a kid. Too. Some of them are yeah. just brutal. Like when kids draw a picture of you, you're just always like, "Dang, do I really look like that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I know. Um, I know Dan from uh, like a terror from the Hurricanes. His you know, his profile picture is the one that his daughter drew, and it's it's pretty solid. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But you know, I, I yeah. But for the players though, they're always great. I love them. So mm-hmm. that's gonna be a fun night for sure. Uh, in beginning of March actually, and then uh, not even like twelve days later, we have another one in March, and this one's again like we talked about the Florida Panthers, um, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. It's Military Appreciation Night, so. Which is always a good night, you know, just, you know, thanking everyone who's, you know, has served or is currently serving in the military. Um, that's always a great night, just honoring those and recognizing yeah. them as well, especially those so who come like, there. It looks like starting next year, we have, starting January, we'll have two theme nights a month. That's what it seems like, yeah, which, I mean, it's it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty great idea to just kind of get them all together in the same round time frame so that we, you know, kind of mm-hmm. do it around that, you know, back half of the season, so... And thankfully, um, most of them are on the weekend, so people can go enjoy them. Yeah, some yeah, some of them are. Yeah, so we got some Thursdays. We got some was it a couple Wednesdays? Well, I mean, opening night doesn't really count as a theme night, but um, yeah, Wednesdays, some Fridays, a couple Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. So yeah, so not too bad. Kind of nice and spread out. So well, it's you, like you a, have to have NASCAR on Sunday, of course. Of course, I mean, it's 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 only fitting. You kind of have to. And then the last one, um, this one was kind of fun last year. I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of glad they brought this one back, too. It seems like it's going to be another annual theme night. Uh, North Carolina night um, on Sunday, April 7th, against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, I mean, no, that I know that one last year was a lot of fun because that's, I think, that was the Raleigh Ice Caps jerseys that they brought out. Um, so, I mean, that's not, that's not a good thing. I'm glad that's kind of making a comeback, too. So, it's nice how the team is kind of doing like a statewide type deal because didn't they have um certain foods from around the state as well in the concourse or something like that or i thought they did maybe i'm wrong but maybe i didn't eat them (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember them (laughs) i i thought i thought i read something last year about it but i mean either way um it's just another it's, it's, it's just another great night for um just be able to do something like that so I mean, honestly, honestly, great theme nights. Honestly, I'm excited for all of them. You know, yeah, I know we're not gonna have the warm jerseys on the ice, but it's the Hurricanes. They're gonna find a way to still make them special somehow. But I think, I think, I think, yeah. Any particular theme night you're looking, you're looking forward to? Because like I said, I got Star. I'm excited for Star Wars night. That's always my favorite. But is there um... any certain one? Not really. Like, I just enjoy them. There's not one I look forward to. Like, right, I look forward yeah. to playing certain teams more than I do, like, certain theme nights. But when right. they happen, I'm like, of course, they're fun. Yeah. I don't really have a specific favorite one. I mean, yeah, Star Wars one is, fu- is fun. I know my dad loves the Whalers Night one. Oh, um, especially when they're in the rock and the headbands and stuff like and that. And then I do, I do love kids day. I just love the drawings. I just think it's so fun. And when they got the kids on the ice, like that one, is, I, okay. I would say kids day is probably one of my favorites in terms of like what they do 
Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because especially when the, all the players brought their kids on the ice last year, and <laughs> I think it was um, who was it? Wasn't it Tavo bringing someone's kid out? I forget. I forget. I think who it was. It. Uh, was it Burns' kid? Yeah, no, it was Patch's yeah. kid. It was Patch's kid. That's right. Yeah, Patch's kid, and then yeah. uh, some of Burns' kids were out, of course, with like Jarvis. Yeah, but. yeah, that, that, yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. See, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, so we did talk about a little bit. Uh, development camp uh, was this past weekend. Um, you know, they ask. So they did ask Alyssa um, Gagliardi what how she felt about. You know, development camp and just bringing a fresh perspective on it. She did say, you know, I'm not looking at this as I'm a female coach here. I'm another coach that's part of the staff, Um, which, I mean, it's really exciting to see. It's really cool that the Hurricanes did that. And, of course, she's going to come back over some points during the season as well. But it's nice just seeing, you know, a different perspective and just being able to, you know, um, have someone like her out there. Just, you know, play the game, knows what's going on, and just giving, you know, fresh eyes to the team and, you know, being able to, you know, give some of her expertise and helping these young guys out at development camp. Because from what I've seen, development camp looked like a lot of fun. Like, it just seemed like it was always constantly packed. You know, people. Well, yeah. And then a lot of the great content, too. They went, they went on the racetrack. They went to the grocery store and they started, they were cooking. Like, they just had fun. Like, it was, it was like a fun kind of summer camp experience yeah for sure and they got the and they got to hang out with the uh, hurricane sled team too um that like, like and then can we can we, can oh, we protect Jaden perron at all costs <laughs> like i i hope this dude makes it to the to the hurricanes because i would instantly get his jersey this dude is so for how young he is and just how like just how much fun he had and just how he loved interacting with everyone it's like how can you not like how can you not like this guy like, also, how cool was it? How cool was it that these guys are going to development camp, and when they got there, they had Brindamore himself facing off with them at the face-off dot, showing them how to do it. Like, I know the one-on-one so cool. time with the coach. That's so. That has to be such a cool experience, and just like, like you'd be like, if that happens, that's really cool. But it's not like an expectation. But the fact that right. he took the time out, like Rod, just does so much from coaching young kids, like young hockey teams into coaching. I mean, he's already got his hands full with the Hurricanes, but then also going to be one-on-one and work with the guys in the development camp about their specific things that he seems like, hey, let me like coach you on this. Like That just shows how much, again, we always talk about how much he's such a player's coach. But he is, because this is what he does. He dedicates his time to them no matter what he could do. He's always like, I'm here to help them. And it's it's so great. And you can see how the guys get respect for him. Like, oh no, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's never it's, been in question. But things like this are just like this is another example of why. Right, and and like even like the video of him talking to them too. I think I don't know what I think it was like day one or something like that. Wherever one of the like the restaurants or one of the suite rooms that they had, and he's just talking to them. It's just like it's just about getting better. It's just being here and stuff like that, and like not taking it for granted. It's the way he was like talking to them. It's like it almost makes you want to run through a wall for a rod. But just the fact that how you interact with those guys too, and just be it was just able to talk to them, was just so great. Like you love to see stuff like that from the coach, and the fact that even the young guy, all the prospects, like they just love Rod and stuff like that. Because I think, um, I think it was what Bradley Nadio. I think wasn't he the one that did the mailbag with Walt over this past week? And like there was like some of the I stuff. Like, so. the, yeah, the questions were great, and just the fact that like some people ask like, "What are your first impressions of Rod?" And it's just like. He's great, and like it's just you know, just being able to talk to him and like learn from him. It's like 
it shows the culture that this team has around. Are you are you saying someone asked him this question and it was your question? Oh, I was that honestly, no, casual. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't remember. That. What was your first impression of meeting Rod? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, he said Ugh. he's a really good guy. I respect him a lot. All of the players do, and other players too. He's a professional. He's obviously in great shape. I'm happy to be part of the same organization. Yeah, it just it just shows like, like I said, the, how people respect him, which is the fact that he's always around the team and always like wanting to help and just show aspects. It's just the culture that him and the front office have set are just amazing, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the all the content we got were so good. Like I said, the, the cooking stuff was really good. The go kart racing, you know, uh, hanging out and playing, you know, sled hockey with the Hurricane sled team. I mean, it's just. You're you can't be any more excited for the young guys and stuff like that. Even talking. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, good. You're good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say because uh, talking about our uh, prospects and guys in development camp, uh, the Hurricanes actually did sign one um, yesterday. Actually, to be in fact, mm-hmm. uh, Felix Ungerstorm got his three-year entry-level contract yesterday. He was the Hurricanes' second-round pick in this uh, recent draft. I mean, you love to see it. It's great for him. He, I mean, he must have done really good at development. Like I said, I didn't get to see actual camp from highlights and from what I've seen just from hearing around. Um, it seemed like he really showed up and really showed out for the coaches and stuff like that. And for the fact that, I mean, like I said, he was a second-rounder, but just like how he already got his ELC that fast, it shows, you know, that he he's got something that the coaches love to see, and the fact that he's already got his entry level contract, which is I think is I think he's the first one out of the entire group that got it. So it's perfect, honestly. I mean, it's it's a great addition. And um, Walt even asked Darren York, the assistant general manager, um, who actually picked uh, Sorum in, the, in this past draft. He sees the ice incredibly well. He can put players on his back hip and spin off them to find the open man. He goes to the net and he plays with a bit of sandpaper. Uh, of course, you know that was tweeted by Walt Ruff, you know, quoting Darren York. So I'm, I'm excited to see what this kid does. So I think it's a great signing, honestly, uh, by the you know what I'm excited about? What's we had that? a couple of regular team sightings on the ice. Um, of course, we had Jacob Slavin showing off his goalie skills. I feel like some people were surprised, but he did play goalie before. We've seen mm-hmm. him also flash that in games some. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he was out there with his brother um, showing off a few of his goalie skills. And also what mm-hmm. everyone is very excited about, and probably also a, a little, like, cautious, is Mr. Spetschnikov was back on the ice for the first time since yep. his injury. Yep, and he's exactly. feeling good. Yeah, because I, I know earlier in the week they said something about he was going to be back, you know, this this past week, you know, get on the ice a little bit. And, yeah, they showed it. He's looking good, you know, just doing some casual skating and stuff like that. It's good to see him back from his uh, surgery and stuff like that. So well, I mean, And I know a lot of people were, like, being a little, like, be careful because it felt like we rushed patches back. But it's a little bit of a different – it's a little bit of a different take because Svetch, like mm-hmm. – He's got a little – he's not with the pressure of the season as much, so he's got a lot more time to take it a little slow. Like, it's still July. He's got time yeah. to ease into it. Also, yeah. different injury. Also, oh, yeah. he's a lot younger. Like, he's younger, so it's going to be easier for his body to come back from something. Yeah. So 
Yeah, um, yeah, it's ACLs and ten and um, Achilles. Oof. I mean, they're both bad, but yeah, I don't think it's as severe as an Achilles because just the fact that's a lot of <laughs> a lot more a lot more you got to do with your Achilles than I, it's just it's good to see him back. It's awesome. Um, like I said, just the fact that you know Jacob was flashing some leather with Josiah, who I think I know he got signed by someone. I've, I'm blanking on it now. Um, I, I know I said. Uh, I know I sent it to our group chat. What was it? It was. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, uh, the Marlies. Yeah, so one year deal with the Toronto Marlies for Josiah Slavin. So, um, hopefully all goes well for him. You know, see how that works out. You know what though? Talking about Mister Slavin, we got to bring up this uh, little nugget from Big Head Hockey. Uh, if you don't follow them, great account. Um, the artwork that they do for the just the guys in the jerseys and all that, they're really fantastic, but I love this stat that they brought up. Highest takeaways per 60 in the last decade, minimum of 100 games. We're going to go from bottom to top on this list, just for you know for the fun of it. 1.96 went to Eric Carlson, Keandre Miller, 2.02, Mike Matheson, 2.05, and then we got a nice little jump to Adam Fox at 239. Uh, the guy who finished first with a 2.551, Mr. Jacob Slavin. And here's another great fact. Only Miller, Fox, and Slavin have a higher takeaway per 60 than giveaway per 60. But, I mean, you know, he's never good enough for a Norris because, you know, it's... I'm sorry. The Norris winner had a <laughs> 1.96 and Jacob Slavin had a 2.55. And this is in the last decade with a minimum of 100 games. But, you know. You can't tell me that you're basing defense on number of goals without looking at that stat and being like, why is the guy number one not the number one defenseman? But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The Norris is an offensive award now. It's just say what it is and we'll move on. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so real quick before we go into a couple more stat stuff and an extra quick signing and a couple other things, we have to talk about our amazing sponsors over at Primal X Hockey. They've been with us even before episode one. Uh, you can find them at 1411 Diggs Drive in Raleigh, North Carolina. So if you want to go check out some really great merchandise or products they have, go to their uh, warehouse. they got a little store right next door. You can find inline stuff you can find ice you know anything for ice hockey inline wheels pucks stick protectors laces all the good stuff they got them there great group over there if you're looking for anything off ice related or you know not anything for inline they got amazing flags if you're on the youtube version i got the amazing primex flag in the back they got koozies hats hoodies all that good stuff socks anything you can think of they got them they're really great like i said you can do local pickup at the store um, if you can't get to the store, you need, if you need to get it delivered, they do free shipping all across the United States. So make sure to do that as well. And they're also on Amazon. If you go to their website and do order from them at primalxhockey.com, make sure to use code SEARCHCAST at checkout to get your Aho, Sebastian Aho discount of 20%. That's right, 20% off if you use the code SEARCHCAST at primalxhockey.com when you order online or if you, if you go to the store maybe you can mention that you know we told you to go and check them out maybe get some there too i don't know but either way please go check them out shop local support local 
It helps support us and it helps support them because, like I said, Prime has been with us since day one. They are an amazing yep. group over there. So please make sure to go check them out. Just thank you so much to Primo for being with us for over 80 episodes now. So hey, we're getting closer to 100. But big thank you to Primo X for everything they do for us. Yes. Big thanks to them for sure. Um, yes. So so we talked about the guys that we saw on the ice. Um, one mm-hmm. guy that we never really saw on the ice. <laughs> oh. Um, there's, new- <laughs> yep. there's news about um, Andre Kasha. Mm-hmm. He has signed where? He's not in the NHL anymore. Uh, it's back in Chechnya. Uh, what so, you couldn't tell you. <laughs> he did, good he did, luck he did, to he did, him. He did go back. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very curious. Um, mm-hmm considering he hasn't really seen ice in a while. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, all the best of luck to him for his one game. He was a hurricane. Yeah, it, it's very sad because I wasn't really looking forward to see how he played because he, when he is healthy, he was really good for the Leafs. I thought, you know, they'd be the great bottom six presence, you know, add some scoring, add some little sandpaper to it. But unfortunately, like Kat said, played opening night. Didn't really see him much after that as well. Um, Kane Stapran actually tweeted this out, and Kat, thank you for sharing this. Um, mm-hmm. So, Andre Kasha joins a select group of Canes who play, only played one regular season game with the team. And this is a very interesting list, actually. And these, uh, these are just players. There are goalies as well, but these are just players he lists first. Right, exactly. Uh, Greg Kohler and Greg, uh, Greg uh, Kuznick uh, back in 2000. So, two guys in the same year only played one game. Um Brad Fast in 2004, Joey Mormina in 2008, Oscar Osala in 2010, Mark Andre oh, Gragnani in 2013, James Wisniewski in 2015, CJ Smith in 2021, and then of course Andre Kasha. The fact that you got more intimidated by saying Gragnani than you did Wisniewski is hilarious to me. <laughs> It's it's very surprising how some names can throw me <laughs> off and other names I can just absolutely nail it. It's my brain um, works so fantastic. To add on like, to those oh. fun stats, to add on to those fun stats from Kane's stats brand, uh, Greg Kohler's entire NHL career was actually only forty six seconds. So he played and, one game for us, and it was forty six seconds apparently. I, I, um, it's it's a, it's a one shift. Here's your sip of coffee. It wasn't even a cup of coffee. It was a sip of coffee. But you know what? Hey. You get to see you got to play in the NHL, so can't, yes. can't say then, that at least. And then, of course, um, I think George Owls and uh, David Ayers also only played one game for us as goalies. Um, yep, yep, yep. And right, right now, George Owls has the shortest NHL career of eight seconds. Yep, yep. As a quick e-bug, um, of course, you know, a legend equipment manager for the Hurricanes. So, you know, yeah. he still throws on the pads for some practices. I mean, he's still, you know, he, he still gets on the ice a little bit, you know, helps the boys out of practice because why not? I mean, mm-hmm. just an absolute legend. Of course, you know, everyone knows David Ayers. And if you haven't seen the Steve Dangle video of him just absolutely losing his mind with the Leafs losing to the Hurricanes, just go watch it because it's just how unhinged it is. But. Yes. But pour one out for Steve. <laughs> so, um, so, oh, <laughs> so one more cane, one more cane stat. We got one more cane stat. Uh, this one, one from case. them again. Yeah, 
uh, from him. Uh, this is one to talk about Michael Bunting. Actually, uh, Bunting had 23 goals and 40 assists the last uh, for the for the Leafs two seasons ago, and he brings this up as well. The the only three players to accomplish this for the Canes in the last 10 years when you're talking 23 goals and 40 assists at least. Um, Sebastian Ajo twice, Martin Nietzsche's and Tavo Taravainen are three guys that have done 23, at least 23 goals and 40 assists. And Ajo's done it twice. So. Love it. Yeah. You do love to see it. And the last thing I kind of, I guess we could really get to talk about. Um, this was a little bit surprising. Wasn't really expecting this signing to happen. Uh, the Hurricanes. Uh, five days ago, signed forward Brendan Lemieux to a one-year contract with an $800,000 AAV. Uh, from Walt Ruff, the 27-year-old has registered at least 100 hits in each of his five full seasons in the NHL and has posted 31 fighting majors over the course of his 275 games in the league. I mean... <laughs> Don Waddell and Tom Dunn said they wanted to add some size and some grit to this team and uh, getting Michael Bunting and, uh, you know, Dimitri Orlov and now getting Brandon Lemieux. Yeah. Uh, added some toughness to this Hurricanes team, which we haven't really seen a whole lot in the last few years. So, uh, what, what is everyone saying? It adds a little bit of bite to us. Uh, hopefully uh, hopefully rod is like you will not bite anyone if you will be on my team you will not bite anyone yeah if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about go oh i it was one of it was one of the steve's dangits where it was he bites brady kachuk and the fact that steve goes once is biting twice is eating is very very interesting of how he worded that because yeah Brandon Lemieux, bit a player. We thought spitting. Like, we, we thought we thought spitting in people's faces was weird, but I mean, I feel like someone. So, so Mar- Martian licked someone, right? So I mean, yes. it's just apparently all's fair on the ice. I don't understand. But for some people to say, I literally saw when we signed him. Someone said we signed a cannibal. I feel like we're. I feel like we jumped and escalated it <laughs> to call him a cannibal. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he just, it's, it is you know, dirty. as it's, as a kid, it's, it's as a different. kid, it's someone weird. didn't tell him you don't bite people. Apparently, I mean, if he's anything like his old man, I mean, you know, if you need a reminder of that, just go watch old Abs Red Wings games in the in the nineties. You get a very clear indication of how that worked out. Um, but yeah, so for me, we couldn't, I, I we mean, couldn't re- it. We couldn't re-sign Double Mac, but we signed a biter. It's whatever. It's whatever. <sighs> yeah, um, I would love. I would love to. I mean, McKenzie McEachern got a pretty good contract. I guess the Canes didn't want to give him that much because, like, they got Brandon Lemieux for eight hundred thousand compared to <laughs> McEachern's two million per season. I don't know why. It is what it is. I guess. Am I excited about the signing? Not really. Am I upset about it? Yeah. Not really. It's just a it's a bottom six guy who's mainly either going to be rotating in some games or he's just going to, like I said, be a bottom six guy who's mainly there for depth and giving some, you mess yeah. with our players, I'm going to come after you type stuff. So, so they, they did other, say they wanted to add some grit. They added grit. Yeah. 
In other news, on some of the updates, again, we haven't, everyone I know is waiting to see what the Kings will do. In other news, so um, our favorite non-defensive defenseman uh, went on unconditional waivers for the Flyers. Um, but yeah, they're going to buy out his contract. I think yeah. this is the second, I think this is the second time he's getting his contract bought out. I thought I saw a Pretty, stat somewhere saying that yeah. it's like the second time he's going to get bought out. Pretty much. This means that the Canes didn't want him anymore, or now they have the, or they can still get him, but they pretty much were like, "Mm, no. And so now the Flyers have taken themselves out of it. So we will get him, if we still go for him, we'll get him even cheaper. Um, Yeah. And and we don't have to give him Massimo Rizzo either. I feel (laughs) like we don't have to give him a prospect. Yeah. I feel like this is a win, and I manifested this. <laughs> I'm so be, proud of you. <laughs> I'll be thinking I even manifested it more if he doesn't join us at all. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, if he's super dirt cheap and we get him, it's like a half win. Right now I feel very victorious. Um, but that's also because – so we haven't done anything, obviously, with other mm-hmm. with the other signings we're rumored with. It's because – what is circulating now is that we think people are assuming we're out on D'Angelo because mm-hmm. we're more on in on Carlson. But the news around the rumor mill is that the Canes really want, if they're going to get Carlson, they want it for a deal such as Brent Burks. They want that kind of like force San Jose to do a cheap deal because that's like, that's the only way we'll take him because he comes, he's pretty hefty. We don't want to give up a whole lot for him, but right. San Jose is going to have to do something with them. So either they'll have, so either they'll give in or it's kind of determined, determined by what Pittsburgh is willing to offer. Um, So the news was that we were kind of hanging around, but we were just kind of hanging around to see, not really that we were all in. Um, I think so. I believe that those two things with D'Angelo and Carlson are now hinting, like kind of hinging on what happens with Tarasenko. Um, we're still in on talks for that. I think they're. I think the Canes are kind of seeing what comes from that to see if they want to do anything with the other ones. I think the other ones are like, it'd be cool if we get them for cheap, yeah. um, but they're not necessities right now. Um, and so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I. I think the. Terrace- I mean, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. We don't need any more defenders. No, we, leave, we, keep what we have. Leave them alone. Go get your other person up top. Yeah, I mean, give like them. You, yeah, not Pesci. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not wrong though, because it's like at this point we're kind of at a this is more of a luxury more than a need type deal. I mean, you're because you're thinking about it. we got Slavin Burns. You're going to have Orlov and Pesci. I'm sorry. I know everyone loves Shane and Pesci. They're going to have to break them up because they're yeah, giving Orlov. Yeah, as soon as you had Orlov, they were going to be broken up. Yeah, yeah they're, giving, they're giving Orlov 7.75 a year. He, he's going to have to be their left-handed, their, their left D-man on the second pairing. It just has to happen. So then you're looking at Shay Chaffield, which still isn't bad. That's still a great third pair. That third pair for the Hurricanes could be a second pair on any other team, honestly. That's, that's just how that's how much of the luck we are right now. And then, of course, you got Coglin. He hasn't officially signed his qualifying Ooh. offer yet. 
Yeah. But yeah, but no, he accepted. He accepted it. He's that's on, right. He's, that's right. He did. He's sorry. on the team. All the days are mashing together. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. So yes, he did sign. Thank you for reminding me that. Yeah. So he is our seventh D man, um, which I think is still a good option. I mean, it's better than nothing. It could be you. Know, and and you still have you still have guys that can that can come up from ex wolves that can come up and try to and fight for a spot if they want. Our, our guys who are going to be playing in the AHL, but it's not our affiliate because we don't have an affiliate right now. So I guess it's just whoever we have in the A. But yeah, I mean, like I said, if we got Carlson or if we got anyone else, it's more of like a bonus, but it's not a need type move and stuff like that. And yeah. I think I, I, I like I, I like the rumor mill that it looks like we're prioritizing someone up top rather than defense at the moment. Honestly, I would, I, lo- like I would love for the Hurricanes. I would love the Hurricanes get Tarasenko because I mean. He, I think. I would love it. I did. I didn't really appreciate all the drama that surrounded it because it does sound like he's, he's. I mean, listen, we understand. Go for the money. That's fine. But it just also sounds like there had been deals and like, he's he's wanting more than he's worth a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that. I mean. I mean, granted, but also you don't want a guy like that if he's thinking he's you know hot shit on your team. And then messing yeah. up team chemistry. So, right. it, yeah. So, I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little, little hesitant just from that, especially because we we're. It seemed like everything was all set, and then he was like fired his agent, and then it got all crazy. And like, it seemed it kind of pissed off our front office a little bit more because Waddell didn't answer the phone. <laughs> First, he's like, I ain't answering the phone today. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I want to be in on him, but he's he's made me a little nervous. But again, I'd rather be in on him than excessive yeah. defense that we honestly don't yeah. that's not our problem right exactly so i mean if we get them great if not i mean it is what it is i mean there's still some guys out there the hurricanes could make a trade too i don't think they're done but i think they're kind of waiting to see what i think the, i think the carlson saga is kind of slowing a lot of trades and free agent signings to get done i mean other teams are still signing guys but they're talking about, it's a lot of depth signings there's not a lot of big splash offensive guys going right now. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's just, we're now in a weighing process. So who knows? I guess we'll see. It all really depends. But uh, I, I, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's really nothing <laughs> much else for us to talk that's about. That's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we did see it was be a shorter episode than usual. I mean, yeah. right now it's like 8.13 on Sunday. So we are still dropping us on Sunday night. Um just because you know we said we're going to for you guys, it's gonna be a little bit later than usual. Um, so if you do listen to the Sunday night or Monday morning, whichever how, you, how it is, hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, development camp is done now. It's we're still in a holding process of like what potential signings might happen, what trades might happen, all the good stuff. So I mean, we're still getting way out from training camp and all that. So get ready for us to we'll we'll still get some content for you guys. It's We'll have to we, have some, exactly. we have some fun guests planned. We do all, all. I'm really excited. Despite there not being big hockey news coming up, and maybe there will be in the next week or so. But yeah. despite that, next episode, we have a really fun guest that I, I've been, I love all our guests. This one, I'm just really excited for. Maybe it's because I got this guest for us. And so I was hey. just like, I felt really proud of myself. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm. <laughs> Just from what you've been telling us about our guests, I'm real excited 
to bring them on. It's going to be a lot of fun. And just the fact that like how you got our guest even better too. Honestly, so just... also, also we might drop it. We might let you know who it is a little bit early and you can ask, we can ask you for questions for our next. Oh, we're, oh, well. oh, we're sure, going to, we're going to have to, I I'm th- sure I, they'll have some great questions. I think for our, for our guest, I think we are going to have to drop a, here's our guest. Mm-hmm. We'll also take some questions. So we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that, but be ready for the next episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited. And no, it. Moose, it's not Martinuk. I'm sorry. Just go ahead and it's not him. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't swing that. <laughs> I think if anything, I think I would have to be on the show if that's going to happen. <laughs> the, the, the way Moose and the guys from the Duck Boys have been putting it out there, I don't even know. I'm going to be on the episode for that, but I guess we'll see. But before we go and let everyone enjoy the rest of their Sunday night and all the good stuff, Kat, where can people find you and the network on the socials? Of course. So starting off with the network, you can find five in a game on Twitter at five in a game SN. And then you can also find them on YouTube at the number five GSN. And then of course on TikTok at five game SN. For me, you can find me on Twitter at Caniac Chick, as long as Twitter is still around. I also have threads. Um, I don't really know if that's a thing or not, and I haven't really been focusing on it. Zach shaking his head. Um, but it's it, it's it's there. Um, and then you can find me on TikTok uh, at KBTHunter74. Um, it's been a little slow in the off-season, and I've been moving, and just a lot going on. So, um Really happy, well, really happy for you. Awesome on the on the new place. Good to see your Raleigh for Raleigh season season ticket member. Full season, season as well. full season ticket member. So Love it's gonna be really it. fun. I'm I'm gonna have to. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird just being like, oh yeah, I'm off work and I'm going straight to a game instead of having to leave work early, drive two hours. Yeah, it's so, perfect. It's it worked out perfectly. So <laughs> it's nice, and I found a place that was closer to the stadium, so I'm not fighting traffic as much. Hey, you can't um, beat that. You can't beat that too. So I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, so so, so, so happy for you. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, see me a lot of a lot of games coming up. But where can they find you, Zach? Well, before I actually start talking about myself, oh. I got to talk about our amazing, you know podcast where you can find us at so twitter instagram and youtube it's all the search casts so we got lucky we're just so unique in terms of the name where it's all the same on all of our socials uh if you are on the twitter and instagram side of things we do have link trees um posted in the bios there so that's where you can find where to listen to us and check out our amazing sponsors um as well and if you're on the youtube side of things hello hi if you're seeing us uh make sure to subscribe hit the notification bell if you want to turn it off for all um, we would really appreciate that. Leave some comments. That would be really great, too. And um, you know, I'm going to add this little nugget as well. If you go to our Apple, uh, if you do listen if you do listen to Apple Podcasts, if you do leave us a five-star rating and a written review, we actually start my reading them on the shows. So if you do that, we would really appreciate that because that would boost us on the, on the Apple side of things. And get us up on some charts and all the good stuff as well. So, like I said, leave a five star rating and also leave a review. We'll read on the we'll read them on the episodes. Um, big thing, everyone's been listening to us for so long. We're getting closer and closer to six thousand. We're almost there. We're under two hundred downloads from six thousand. It's crazy that we're still getting all these downloads even in the middle of a slow season of just off season stuff. So, big thank you everyone for doing that. 
Where you can find me, you can find me at One True Zach on Twitter. That's only true Zach. It's spelled out. It's not the number one itself. Instagram side of things, you can check me at Zach R Martin twenty two. Post a lot more hobby stuff uh, on there as well. So make sure to go Lots check of that D&D. out. Lots of D and D. Lots of D and D. Lots of D and D. But <laughs> hey, it's fun. Why not? Um, if you want to check out my writing, I do write for Field Pass Hockey uh, on Twitter. You can check me out at FPH Swamp Rabbits. I cover the Greenville Swamp Rabbits of the ECHL. They are the LA Kings affiliate if you want kind of outside Hurricanes um, stuff on there as well. Make sure to check out FieldPassHockey.com to find my articles there if you're interested in that. Um, and, of course, we have to talk about our amazing co-host because she's not here. We have to do promote her stuff as well. Um, Twitter, it's Bailey Curtis. That's Bailey with two Ys. And then it's Bailey Lynn Curtis on Instagram. And then she's also writing for Field Pass as well. Check out FPH Eagles for all of her Colorado Eagles stuff. But until, I guess, later this please, week. Please feel free to go and post on Twitter and wish her, wish our third co-host some speedy recovery. Because concussions, I mean, Andre Kasha knows well. They suck. They are. So, yeah, so make sure you know give her some good vibes, prayers, and all that good stuff. So please go do that for us. But until later this week, um, or whenever you know our next episode does come out with our very special guest, which I'm really excited for. Next week, next Monday. You heard it here first, everyone. There you go. <laughs> it should the next episode should drop probably next Monday or Tuesday, depending on how late it goes on Monday, actually. Exactly. So, well, if it's if it is Monday, it's gonna come out Tuesday. So there you go. You heard it here. First, folks. <laughs> but until then, for episode four of season three, I'm Zach. I'm Kat, and we miss you, Bailey. We'll see you here next time.